Welcome to the Sick and Successful Podcast. If you're a business owner, work in corporate, or have a side hustle you're passionate about, you're going to want to stick around because I promise to ask the tough questions and talk about the things others shy away from. You know, what it's really like to own a business and be chronically ill. I'm going to give you that push you need towards following your dreams and be the friend you come back to week after week to talk about the real things in life and in business. If you have goals and are working towards them, if you're determined to be successful, no matter what life's obstacles get in the way, this podcast is for you. Dream big and tune in. Welcome back to the Sick and Successful podcast. This is episode 77, which is so exciting. Not only is it episode 77, which is my favorite number, number seven, but it's also our one year anniversary of SNS Creative as a business, which is like mind blowing for me to say that it's been a full year since I decided to not go back to corporate and to start my own business. And so on today's episode, I'm going to tell you guys the story of how that felt at the beginning, deciding to start my own business and to not go into corporate. At that point, I was in corporate for since around 2012. So for a good time for nine years at that point, I'm not sure exactly the numbers. You'll you'll get to know me. Numbers are not my thing when it comes to dates and being specific, but it had been a long time in corporate climbing the corporate ladder. So that is what this podcast episode is going to be about. How my first year went, how I got into it, how that looked. I'm going to talk a little bit about numbers because I think that's really important in the entrepreneur community. And without further ado, here we go. So if you're watching on YouTube, which I hope you are, because if you're a podcast listener, now you can go over and check the YouTube channel so you can watch me talking to you. Or you can continue to drive and continue to listen to the podcast on your phone or wherever you're listening. But I am now recording this for you on YouTube. So if you're watching and I look a little sweaty or a little bit disheveled, it's because it is extremely hot here in Winnipeg today. It is like, I don't know, feels like plus 40. And I was just doing some running around. And I wanted to record this for you because I'm actually going to be on my first vacation since starting my business a year ago. Even though I'll still have some calls, I'm not going fully vacation mode, but I am going to be away for almost two weeks. So I wanted to get this filmed for you. Today is actually, it's June 23rd and the one year anniversary of business is July 1st. So has it been a year? I want to start with saying it has always been my dream to be a business owner, like back to being a little girl and all my friends asking, like grade seven, I have a clear memory of friends asking, what do you want to be? And one of them wanted to be a writer and they had all these dreams. And I was just like, I just want to be a businesswoman, like with a briefcase in like a big corporate, corporate building. Like I wasn't specific on what I wanted to do, but I knew I really wanted to be successful. And so that is why it's so fun for me now. Like you can't see even on YouTube, you can't see, but today I was wearing like a matching suit when I went out for a business meeting. And like that for me is, that's where I find a lot of joy is just being that businesswoman, stepping into that role. I went to university for marketing and international business. I was actually a hairstylist at the time. I thought I was going to work on movie sets, you know, as, as time went on and, and life took different paths and I ended up going into sales in corporate. And that was a long time and I was really good at what I did. I'm really good at growing connections with people. I'm good at sales. <laughs> I'm good at, you know, the, the, the psychology behind sales. 
I'm really good at like getting to know a person when it comes to business and getting the, their needs and asking a lot of questions and, and just being curious and listening when it comes to business. So that I really excelled in sales. And I, from the get go, I knew that that was something I was really good at and I really enjoyed. But in my corporate life, I felt like I was just missing something. Like no matter how hard I worked, no matter how much effort I put into my corporate career, I was capped at a certain amount I could make. And something that really frustrated me with sales is that the corporation would play with the numbers about the bonuses. So, you know, I could, you know, hustle super hard one year. And if I made whatever X amount for the company, then the next year I would have to make that and 20% more. Plus they would fudge the numbers. So the next year it would be almost impossible to make a bonus. So that to me, and, and that is very common in corporate. Some of them don't fudge the numbers as much and they don't play with them. Some of them, it, it's really possible to make good amount of bonuses month to month. But the, the positions I had, it was like one month you could make a good bonus. The second month you probably wouldn't. No matter how hard you worked, there was a cap. Like you couldn't, you couldn't make, you know, multiple six figures no matter how hard you tried in, in sales in corporate, the, the jobs that I was working. So I always felt like there's more. And if, if someone could just give me a chance to be an entrepreneur, if someone could just like hand me an idea, or if I could just run someone's business, I would be super successful. And I came into those positions a couple times and it never worked out. And for good reason, because again, a year ago, when I was on maternity leave, a friend of mine, she was on the last podcast episode, Danielle, asked me to run the social media account for Bloom Aesthetics. And as soon as I started doing that, I was like, oh my gosh, this is for me. Prior to that, during my whole mat leave, I was an influencer on Instagram. I was working with a lot of companies with child products and, and you know, taking photos of my daughter. And like, I was having so much fun growing my social media page. And then when I started running a business's social media page, it was like my hairstylist, artist, creative, right brain uh, side of me. And then the left brain side of me, like the business, the analytical, the driven, the tenacious side of me got to merge together in like this ah, <laughs> type of type of life moment. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I was been looking for. So really quickly, I took a social media management course by Johanna. She's been on this on this podcast before as well. And it was just really universe timed that that was the last time she had ever run it. I think the last time or second last time. And it was so perfect. But then I came to up into this, I'm supposed to go back August 1st to corporate. So I was on maternity leave. My time, like my 12 months, I'm in Canada. So 12 months of maternity paid leave was up. And I had to make this decision, like, am I going back? Am I not? What am I going to do? And so I extended my maternity leave with the corporation, not with Canada. So I wasn't getting paid anymore, but I extended the term um, maternity leave until October. And so I kind of gave myself a couple of months to see like, if I can make this happen, then I can leave my, then I don't have to go to my corporate job. And I kind of had that in my back of my mind. I also, for a long time, wanted to do both. So I was like, okay, if I could get SNS Creative started and rolling, then I can go back in September and I can do both and I can run both. I also had at this time around a one-year-old daughter. So keep that in mind. <laughs> I I wanted to kind of get vulnerable about what that feeling was like to decide to leave corporate or not. So when I was really battling with, so I was supposed to go back August 1st to begin with. And I was at the beginning of July. So a year ago today, or right away, I was just so I felt like this heavy pressure on me, like, 
Do I give up the benefits? Do I give up the consistent income? Do I give up the security of a corporate job? Or do I give up my passion, my dream, my longing to do more, my longing to be better? Because like I've said in other episodes, it wasn't the company's fault, but I always felt a little bit squashed in corporate. I felt like if I gave 110%, that wouldn't be seen no matter what. That's my own fault. You know, I just wasn't cut out for corporate. But I was, I was like, have had this heavy burden on my shoulders. Like, what do I do? And then I would think about my daughter and think, if this was her, what would I tell her? And I unequivocally, like, I don't even know if that's the right word, but I would just uh, like 110% tell her to follow her dreams. And what's the worst that can happen is going back to a different corporate job, like finding a different one. And another thing that I do when I'm in these, these moments of life where things are really, where, where you have to make a really tough decision is I write, and then this might sound cliche or, or like cheesy, but I really do write a positive and negative list. And when I did that, oh, I wish I could find that for you guys. Oh my gosh. How cool would that be? I have no idea where it is. Maybe I'll look for it and, fi- and share it with you one day, but I wrote a positive and negative list and my positive list came off the page. Like it was so long. It was on a loose leaf paper, I remember. And it was so long. And my negative lifts of leaving my job, like of leaving corporate and doing SNS creative full-time was maybe five points. Uh, Benefits, consistency. I don't even remember what the other ones were. A pressure, stress, that type of stuff. Like none of that, quote unquote, at corporate. And I really liked my corporate job. So that might not come across, but I really liked what I was doing. I was there for five years. I I was good at what I was doing. I had a lot of information. It felt really easy to me. I loved interacting with the team. I loved interacting with the company, with the clients. Like it was a great time. So that was another thing for me. It was like, I like this job. I'm really good at it, but I'm not feeling fulfilled. I feel like I could do more. I don't, I don't know though. You know, like I don't know. And easy, consistent, con- content. And then, like I said, I thought of my daughter and I was like, I wouldn't want her to settle for content. I would want her to try. And I want to be that example for her. I don't want to be that example that says like, I've always wanted to start a business, but I didn't because I was scared. You know, not because other life circumstances were stopping me because at this time, my husband was working a full time with benefits again, corporate-ish job that was paying really well. So I didn't have this like, we can't make financial ends meet, which I know a lot of people do. And that's a completely different situation. For me, it was, you can do this. It's scary. It might be really extra hard. But that like unknown was really tripping me up. At the beginning of the conversation with my husband, it was that way for him too. At first, he was really scared. At first, it was like, oh my God, you know, he's been having this burden on his shoulders, quote unquote, for the last year to support our family while I was on maternity leave. And he was paying all bills and all mortgage and all of that kind of stuff. And I was making a little bit from maternity leave here in Canada. But, you know, it was like this, this unknown, like how much, you know, and so we had the conversation, okay, if you can make $2,000 a month to cover our mortgage, and and he will pay, like, if if I, Natalie, can make $2,000 a month to cover our family mortgage, he will pay the rest of our bills, the rest of everything, and we can make that work. And so at that time, that's how much I was getting per month for maternity leave. So I was like, if I could just cover that. And so this was actually, this conversation was happening April, March-ish. And so I took that course, uh, maybe more so like April, June-ish, actually. And at the beginning of January, I decided, let me try my hardest. Let me give this my all. 
And at the, at the year, like near the beginning of August, so a month into my business, I had made 10K. And I was like, oh my God, in my first month in business, I made, made 10K. I covered three months worth, four months worth of the bills that I needed to cover. So then I was like, okay, I can do this. And then in August, things were going really, really well. So I was making, I was getting more clients. I was having a lot of conversations. And with my business partner at the time, in the podcasting side of things, we had a launch prepared. And I knew that launch was going to go really well. And in in mid-August, I think I extended my maternity leave again. And that launch in August, September, August, I made 10 grand again in SNS Creative. And in October, again, 10 grand in SNS Creative. And then the podcast business had a 30K launch that I was half 50-50 business partner with. So I was like, okay, this, this could be real. Let me give it my all. And the business grew from there. At this point, Alexa was already on board. She came on in around August. In September, I hired Lexi, who is our senior content specialist now. And our team just started growing and I was able to get more clients and more clients. And I was still doing content management. Lexi was doing content management. I was able to give her more and more. And Alexa was running engagement as well as the other side of the company. And it just kind of like blossomed on its own. And the more I made, the more I knew I could do it. And then I hit this part in November, December, where a few of the clients that signed six month contracts, or, you know, just a few clients, my contracts were different at the time, but a few clients contracts were done, a couple clients left. And so, you know, we went from it being go, 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 go to almost like this entrepreneur roller coaster that I say is we were on a high, high, high in September, August, September. And then kind of the end of October, November, December, it was almost like, oh my gosh, I'm getting to a point where I might not even be able to pay my two employees. So I I had to have this realization like, okay, am I going back to corporate? Like it's almost the new year. Now almost my 18 months are up. I had 18 months of maternity leave in Canada. So 12 months I had paid, the 18 months would have been, like the extra months would have been unpaid. And I I was like in this internal battle, like, I don't know what to do. Um, And I'm really thankful because in January, the company I was working for decided or they were deciding to mandate vaccines. And if you don't know, I don't have my COVID vaccines for medical reasons, personal reasons. And so I couldn't go back. And uh, we were having this conversation back and forth, and the HR the HR division of that that corporation told me like you're gonna need to put in your resignation, and I, I wasn't ready, and so I I was like no I'm not resigning because I'm happy to come back to work at that moment, but I just don't have the vaccines, and so they took about two weeks I believe to get back to me, so they wanted to have figure it out, and in those two weeks I just had this realization like no. This is all or nothing. I'm making now, I was making, you know, the 10K over and over. Even when I lost clients, I still hit that 10K. I don't know the exact numbers. I don't have them in front of me, but I was growing every month, even when I felt like I was in that downward spiral of the the um, roller coaster. I still was able to hit. Not one month in my business have I gone under 10K. I decided like, no, I, I need to do this. And, and if I do this without that on my back, that I can go back to my corporate job, then I'm going to do so much in this world. Like I'm going to make a difference. And so I did it. I decided I'm not going back. And funny enough, 
they called me and they decided that they weren't going to mandate vaccines and that I could come back on a trial basis, depending on what happened. And so obviously, I didn't go back. I believe I had it in my resignation or they, either way, I didn't go back. Even though that was hard for me, because again, it was five years of my life and a job that I really liked that honestly put rocket fuel under me and it made me just so more tenacious, so more gung-ho. January was a fabulous month. February was a fabulous month. We were onboarding so many clients. And May of 2021 was actually my biggest month ever in business. And we now have eight employees. So some are contractors, but they are full-time contractors. They're just not in Canada. So they're not an employee. There's eight of us. There's eight of us on the SNS creative team, which is mind-blowing to even think about where a year ago today, I was worried about making $2,000. We are scheduled. I can't even tell you the numbers of what we're scheduled to hit in 2022 because we're growing so much every single month. We're adding new divisions and our business is changing. But at this point, my goal went from $2,000 a month, um, myself as a solopreneur in my business, to now in the next five years, my goal is to be making $100,000 a month. And I think I'm going to hit that much faster than the five years. Just like I, my goal was to make 2000 and I made 10,000. I'm hoping I can do that with the 100,000. So a year into business, I have learned so much and I have shared a lot of that with you guys. And again, today I'm sitting down to record this YouTube video, to record this podcast for you without any notes in front of me. If you see me looking, it's because I'm also recording, like I'm recording the podcast on my computer here and the YouTube video there, but I don't have like a bullet point list to tell you what to, what to share with you or what to tell you. Cause I want this to really be real and honest. And like, you're sitting here with me as a friend and we're just chatting about business. That's how I want this YouTube channel to be. That's how I want this podcast to be is so that we can have the real conversations that other people aren't willing to have. And so with that being said, this wasn't easy. This wasn't like I sat down and was like, okay, I'm going to hit 10K with zero knowledge and zero experience in business. I have tried and failed so many times with different entrepreneurial ventures. Oh my gosh, that word. Personal trainer, health and fitness, Crohn's coach, a bunch of different MLMs, my corporate career, different careers within corporate, different positions, um, being a hairstylist. Like there were so many times that I tried and quote unquote failed, but I always got experience from so that when I was ready to go into business and, and give it my all, I had a lot of tools in my belt already. And one of the main ones being tenacity and going for it and asking for the sale and, and calling people and being on social media and having conversations and talking about what I did and talking about my services. That's really how I was able to hit that 10K so quickly is because as soon as I decided, okay, this is what I'm doing, I started talking to everyone everywhere about social media management. And when you do that, you're able to sell your company or to sell yourself in a way that you can't if you're, you're being shy or you're not stepping into your power. And the saying, fake it till you'll make it, is one that I have like this love and hate relationship with because I truly believe that you should step into your own and step into that person even if you're scared. So that fake it till you make it is something that I feel like I do a lot. Like when I was starting my business and I was talking about it and I would say, you know, I'm the CEO of SNS Creative. At that moment, SNS Creative was an idea and I was just trying to land some clients to, to get started. But I showed up, you know, as the CEO of SNS Creative. I printed my, you know, logoed whatever it was at the time. And I, I showed up like the CEO of SNS Creative, faking it. Be and then I became it so quickly 
And that's the same thing of when I when I show up here and I talk to you on camera, I don't feel comfortable because it's like my second time filming a YouTube video in a long, long time. But I show up here with a smile on and, and talking to you because that's I know it's something I want to do. And with practice makes perfect. So that word fake to me is like, yeah, like it, it, it portrays what the saying means. But it, to me, it means something a little bit different. To me, when I speak on stages, I show up as like the boss, babe, boss, biatch version of myself. And that is part of me. I just am not that person on a day-to-day basis in my office by myself working at my computer or like watching TV with my two-year-old daughter. But that is a version of me. I'm not faking that. It's just a different version of me. And when I step into that power, that's who I am. That's who I become. But if you feel a little bit of uncomfortable saying who you are as a business owner, if you feel a little bit uncomfortable talking your dreams out loud, fake it till you make it. Do it. Say it. Be proud. Believe. Believe in it. And then then it'll happen. It's honestly like universal magic. I'm looking in front of me on the shelf in front of me. Another lesson that I learned throughout this year, that the entrepreneurial journey is a bunch of highs and lows and really high highs and really low lows. And that's something that I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting, even though I've done business and and my own businesses for a really long time, I wasn't expecting when I went full time to feel so much defeat sometimes, even though we were doing well, or to feel so much imposter syndrome, even though I was achieving what I thought wasn't even achievable was just feeling like I wanted to give up even though things were going well. And then when things weren't going well, when I had a hard client, when I had to stick up, you know, for my my employees or for boundaries within business, when I had to let go of clients, that low became even lower. And it was like, is this what I'm meant to do? But then the highs, they would be really high for seconds. Like I'd sign a new client, I'd be so excited and then I'd be moved back on. And I thought when I would achieve 10K, when I would achieve 20K, when I would achieve these numbers that blew me out of the water thinking about that I would be, you know, over the moon for a long period of time. But that's not the case. That's not what happened. I really had to work and I still to this day have to work on celebrating my achievements and, you know, celebrating them with those around me, with even talking about them and with being proud of myself, to be honest. It's something that I struggle with. It's like, as soon as I hit that one milestone, I am ready for the next and I am ready for the next. And like the one behind doesn't get celebrated as much. So that's something I've been really working on more recently, actually, in my business. Another thing I I kind of was a harsh realization is that when you get to a point where you are beyond a lot of people's wildest dreams when it comes to running your business and the numbers you're hitting and the clients you're you're bringing in and and bringing on employees and you know not even beyond people's wildest dreams but beyond people's comprehension when you ha- like i i have a lot of people in my life that have had j- the same job for a long period of time or have never even considered being an entrepreneur my grandma is an entrepreneur my dad had some side hustles throughout his his corporate life But other than that, I'm struggling. I had an uncle in Poland who was an entrepreneur. But other than that, I'm really struggling, like with to think of family members who are who have that entrepreneurial spirit and and have really dove in and know it. And same with friends. Other than Danielle, none of my friends are business owners. They all have different types of jobs and they're really successful, but they're not business owners. And so it was really hard when I hit these levels 
to learn, oh, it's really weird to tell someone who could never even imagine making 10, never mind 20, 30K, that I hit this milestone. Or for someone who never even could consider leaving their job because they like it, not no judgment, but that's just not in their realm to talk about like the things that I'm super passionate. It was hard it, to just be completely honest. It was hard to have these things I wanted to celebrate. And I knew I was struggling myself to celebrate and then not having the people around me celebrate them because they didn't understand. It's no fault of theirs. It was just something I had to learn. And my husband is phenomenal at, at helping me celebrate and celebrating me when I tell him. <laughs> but it is something that, that was, that I wasn't expecting when it came to the entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial, my gosh, <laughs> journey. So, um, that is, that is mostly it. I think I'm really blessed because the friendships I have, like my, my girlfriends, the close friends I have, they have, I've dwindled those down a lot because of my chronic illness. So the close friends I have, minus like one or two, have stuck around through this crazy roller coaster of a year or roller coaster of a couple years. And so I'm lucky to say that that didn't really impact any of my friendships or relationships at all. Because at that point, chronic illness had kind of done that for me. But I know that that's something a lot of entrepreneurs deal with is as soon as they get into the hustle and the grind and the the being, you know, consumed with your new baby, which is your business, they lose a lot of friends and relationships. I'm really thankful to say that that didn't happen to me because it had happened to me in the past where when I got really sick, I, I was able to see who the real ones are and who weren't. So I now have like this tight knit community that I'm really, really, really thankful for in friends and in family as well. I'm, I'm blessed by the people that, that surround me. So that's really exciting to say because I think that would have added another complex layer to the whole journey. So this is my one year update and I hope to give you these updates year after year. And I can't wait to share, a, you know, a little bit more into the finances. I'm still, I'm still getting used to saying those numbers out loud. And to be honest, like, I considered putting, pulling my books up and kind of walking you guys through them because I have, there's a podcast I listen to where she's an entrepreneur and she really dives into her numbers, I think every single quarter, which is really cool. And I admire that. And I wanted to share that with you. But at this moment, I'm just not, never mind if I'm just learning the numbers and I'm, I'm learning that side of my business and diving into that right now. But number two is I just like, it feels a little weird for me at this, in this like one year journey. And I did share with you the 10K and those things, but like to know where I'm at right now and the, and then where it's projected to be in 2022, the end of 2022, I still a little freaky to talk about. So I'm going to hold it, hold me to it at the end of 22, that end, that episode. I want to talk to you guys about numbers because I feel like it's really important for us to share what it's like in this journey and what's possible. I know that really makes me motivated. That's how I set my goals and my dreams is just like hearing people like I could have never conceptualized a hundred thousand dollars a month or even 10, but now a hundred thousand. And now I'm listening to people who make a million dollars a month. And I'm like, holy macaroni, I cannot conceptualize that. So that's what motivates me. So I want to share that with you. But if you have any questions, if you want to know more about this journey, if you want to know more in depth about any part of my story in the last year, please, please, please leave them in the comments below on the YouTube page. If you're listening on the podcast, you can DM me, but also go over to the YouTube page and like, maybe let's have a conversation in the comments. How fun would that be? I want to hear from you what you want to hear from me. 
what did you like about this episode? Did you like a certain section? Did you like learning about like the mind battle that I had before starting? Did you like learning more about the numbers? Do you want to know more in depth of like how I grew the business and how we got to eight employees over a year? <sighs> that is it for me. So a one last thought is my goal in corporate. So from the get go was to make 100k in a year. My goal, I remember telling someone in an interview that that was my goal by 30 was to make 100k. And that's a goal I never reached. No matter how close I got, because I got close, I felt like it didn't matter. It wasn't in my power to do that. And then I made it happen within the first five months, I believe, of this year. So that is just to give you a little insight of what I never dreamed was possible is now completely possible. And it's possible for you, which leads me to say, dream big, it's possible for you, and your next version of success is around the corner. 